Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the college to pro.com NFL Draft Blast. I'm your show host, Bo Marchant, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform. We have a great guest today, and I didn't tell him prior to going on the show, but Appalachian State guys are usually some of my most favorite guys I have on the show, and usually, and again, I don't want to trick fate, usually these guys really carve out nice careers. I know, and maybe that's why I like having these guys on. But there's just something about the Mountaineers when they come on the show, they usually have good fortune. I hope that stays the same for today's guest. But nonetheless, it's Ryan Newsom, their standout offensive lineman. He's been invited to several all-star games. He's going to partake in the virtual NFLPA bowl game. And, again, we know last year these games were normal, but lucky enough these guys had a season. They finished 9-3. and three. He was a big part of that. All kinds of accolades throughout his collegiate career, first team, second team, all team. Um, Sunbelt, and again, all the tools that you want, and that's why we're going to talk to him today. But with that said, Ryan, welcome to the show. How's this afternoon treating you? I'm glad to be here. It's been a it's been a good afternoon. Just got done with my first day of training for the combine, so can't <laughs> complain at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. So, um, let, you know, I wish I, now I'll, maybe I'll text you in about a month or a month and a half from now that, you know, to see if you're looking in the mirror a little bit more to see that, you know, the body definition, but uh, what was day one like for you and where are you training? I'm training in Lakewood Ranch, Florida, at athletic edge. And day one's just kind of getting the baseline measurements, getting the uh, broad jump vertical, getting a rep max of 225, just getting the baselines and improving off that. Now, in terms of, uh, I mean, you know, what I, what's your height and weight? I mean, do you want to kind of maintain that same weight, or do, they, or do you want to add bulk or, like, shed? I mean, what's kind of some of the weight goals as you kind of head into this? I'm currently 6'3", 295. I want to put on about 10 or 15 pounds by the time I train for pro day and kind of just want to bulk up a little bit. Excellent. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned pro day. Um, does uh, the school plan on having a pro day? Does that seem like that's something's going to happen? We do plan on having a pro day. We haven't discussed the date or time yet for it. It always changes with everybody else's pro day getting set as well. Oh, wonderful. And it, that has to be music to your ears. I mean, going through this process last year, hearing so many guys going through the process and hearing those days get canceled because of the pandemic was kind of heart-wrenching. So, I mean, you're you're definitely uh, ahead of the game in terms of letting these scouts know you. And um, that's one of the reasons. Scouts want to know you. They want to see more of you. That's why you're going to be in the virtual thing with the NFLPA. That's why you're invited to the Tropical Bowl and the Gridiron Showcases. These scouts want to see more of Ryan Newsle. Um, For you, I mean, what do you think they're going to love about you? I mean, when they break down tape and they see you getting after it in the trenches, Ryan, what do you think they're going to love? What are those home run qualities that they're going to fall in love with? I think 
I think there's two qualities that they can see on tape that they will fall in love with. It's one, my physicality. You always see me pushing guys basically till the end of the play when they've already given up when someone got tackled, but the whistle hasn't been blown. I'm still in their face. I'm still getting on them, and it kind of pisses off defenders, and it gets gets a little slight <laughs> edge going. And then two would be my football intelligence. You see, you can see on film a few plays that I adjust on the run, whether it's they bring a blitz backside, and I'm able to seal off the scraping like linebacker scraping D end and able to seal the gap, and then running back just plunges it for 50 yards. I love it. Now, in, in, from, when I have to scout a game or even if I'm in a game covering a game, I love offensive linemen. You guys are my favorite position to watch. And, and what you just said is I love how you said that. Even after the whistle, you know, the ball could be being ran to the right side of the field. You're pushing your guy off to the left. And if I follow you through your block with the binoculars on, you know, even if you push the guy to the ground, I'm going to see that extra push, that extra tug, that just the extra uh, – just like you said, just to piss him off, just to let him know that this is the type of afternoon that he's going to have playing against you. Um, have you always had that tenacity? Yes, I've always tried to play with that. I've been a little undersized um, my whole career, so it's just something that gives me a slight edge and something that I can do that doesn't take any extra skill or talent. It's just something that's good to have and be able to play with that. Excellent. Now, and, and I noticed, you know, going through your bio, your father, Jeffrey, he played professional baseball for the Royals, won a batting title. Um, was baseball ever an opportunity? I mean, was that something you maybe focused on as a young kid? And, and how did you start knowing that football was going to be your path? Um, when I was little, my parents threw me in just about every sport possible. In the summer, I was playing basketball. Fall, I was playing uh, football the winter I was playing soccer and the spring I was playing baseball. I just wanted basically throw me in everything and see what stuck. Um, my dad was pretty upset. I didn't stick with baseball, but I was I had a good slider. I was a left-handed pitcher. So he was pretty upset with that, but football and basketball just came easiest for me. And I decided I didn't have the size for basketball, but football gave me an opportunity to go to college and definitely gave me an opportunity now to go to the next level. Excellent. And props to App State for the um, the great bio on you. And, and I'm looking at right now as we speak, and I wanted to touch base on this as well. So, I mean, high school-wise, it says you played some tight end, 26 passes, 470 yards, a couple touchdowns. Um, you know, you served the team's punter. I'm curious, so high school, you know, what are you doing in high school position-wise? And then what? how did you kind of end up being an offensive lineman in Appalachian State? Um, in high school, I just served about everything. We didn't have a punter my junior year, and they basically just asked who can punt. And I've always, um, growing up, I was our field goal kicker and punter all throughout elementary and middle school football. So I was able to do that, and I even played some D-end on third down situations. And then tight end, I was a little bigger. I was about 6'2", 245 my senior year when I played tight end, a little bigger than the normal. Wow tight end in high school and I was still able I do have some of the best hands around I will comment on that and they knew that and I've always I've always been a little more on the athletic side so it was was kind of a good fit in high school to play tight end and then when Appalachian State came by my school they kind of saw a different path for me they saw me more athletic big man that I could easily fill in for interior offensive line if 
put some weight on and do good there. <laughs> well, that's excellent stuff. Once again, we're being joined with the standout Appalachian State Mountaineer standout offensive lineman, Ryan Newsel, sharing some of the unique things that he brings to the draft table as he prepares for the 2021 NFL Draft. And if you folks miss any of these shows in their entirety, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities and avenues to download and listen to this featured guest at your leisure. Um, Ryan, now i got to ask, I mean, so you just mentioned you got some fantastic hands. We know you had the tight end. You're athletic. Uh, did you ever, you know, maybe get in the ear? And maybe you have. I, I don't know everything that happened in, during your collegiate career, but uh, Coach Clark, um, did you get in his ear saying, listen, we need some trick plays to get me the ball? Oh, I definitely was, especially this past season. I was trying to get a little throwback pass, and it, it was in his mind. He brought it up a few times, but nothing was ever scripted or developed about that. What's I mean, kind of take us through the dialogue. So you practice, you know, you're joking around. I mean, as you push to maybe plant the seed in his head, I mean, does he? Do you think he's even buying it, or do you just tell it's just never going to happen? Oh no, he he definitely entertained the idea, especially because <laughs> one of our old alumni. Kendall Lamb plays for the Browns. I think it was week 13. He caught a big man touchdown that was all over the NFL media and everything. So <laughs> that definitely got to his attention right there. <laughs> I love it. So this is something to, you know, think about uh, for those teams that are going to be eyeing you uh, for those uh, trick-minded coaches that like utilizing everything that a player could bring. Um, Ryan Newsom could be your uh, end zone threat. Uh, for you, I mean, we talked about some of the positive things. I'd like to ask this question because you know better than anyone. I mean, what are some of the things that go unnoticed? I mean, you know, we can watch tape and see everything, but, uh, you know, what are the things that we might not see? I, I should say the scouts won't see on tape. I mean, it could be your leadership ability. Maybe you're a weight room warrior. Uh, maybe some of the offensive things you did in certain schematics didn't allow you to showcase other offensive line skills. I mean, this is your show. You know, let us know what are some of the things that we can't see on tape that definitely need to be known about. Um, I think one of the main things is my leadership, and I'm not I'm not too much of a vocal leader or a hoorah guy, but they definitely, the young O-linemen definitely looked up to me in the aspect of I was always the one doing the little things right, always the one doing the right thing, and they kind of looked up to me for that. And then also just kind of controlling the offensive line, me and the center for – Appalachian State had a really good bond, and we almost had a two-center offensive line. Me and him both called out the front. Um, we could see the blitzes coming and alert the rest of the offensive line. We can get everything manned up so we're blocking our scheme correctly against basically anything they bring at us. <laughs> nice. That's excellent. And, and for you, I mean, uh, that's kind of be a nice thing for him and probably a, a big headache for defenses, knowing that uh, they had, uh, you know, six pairs of eyes, if you will, between you guys and the quarterback, um, kind of calling out what that defense was going to do. Um, COVID-related, I mean, how thankful were you just to get this season, you know, you know, in and, and just be able to play the game that you love? Oh, I was so thankful. When we finally got back up in campus early July, we weren't sure if we were going to have a season. There was a lot of doubts, I mean, with the Big Ten canceling right away, the Mountain West all of them kind of canceling. We weren't sure if we were going to be able to hang on or if we were even going to have a season. And I think it was really a blessing because this season was a really good standout year for me and really brought the extra attention to, like, me for the next level. 
And I was just really blessed for being able to play that. Nice. Is there anything that you – I mean, you know, you can play practices. I mean, you know what it's – I mean, you're a college football player. You've been playing your whole life. So, I mean, you know, but, I mean, playing against an other team, I mean, were you able to pick up on some of the things that they were doing, not having the crowd noise and just certain nuances? Yeah, you could definitely hear every call the defense was making. And on the flip, they heard every call we ran. We didn't run a we ran a no huddle offense. It wasn't tempo, but just no huddle. So they could basically hear every play we're calling. And it doesn't take too much of a brain to identify that we run inside and outside zone a lot. So but on the flip side we could hear any time make the safety. I think we was we played um Charlotte and the safety every time he was saying cowboy, cowboy, they're bringing a corner cat and you could be able to pick up on small things like that and be able to hear if, like, the linebackers are giving up tell signs or something like that. That's excellent. Once again, Ryan Nuzo here on the C2P. Um, Ryan, fantastic show. We've got to learn so much about what you bring to the next level and excited to watch you make this path towards uh, the National Football League. But we'd like to have some fun right before the end of the show. We call it three and out. Um, a couple lighthearted questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? I'm ready. All right. Now, uh, could be your line coach, uh, Coach Card- Cardwell, or your head coach, Sean Clark. Uh, does anybody on the team do a great impersonation of them, and would they do it in front of them? Oh, Noah Hannon, our center, 100% would give a great impersonation of Coach Clark. We actually, in the um, fall camp last year, had a little like team segment where you had to do something funny, and like a skit, and he got up there and he impersonated Coach Clark. Excellent. I love it. Uh, how about this one? Uh, usually, offensive linemen are the big eaters of the team. Um, maybe you or somebody else from that offensive line unit. Um, who's the biggest eater, and what's one of the most impressive meals that you've seen thrown down? Definitely our right tackle, Cooper Hodges. He's a sophomore. He can throw down anything, just anything <laughs> that there is. And um, we had – Right before the bowl game, we had just a little cookout, and our left tackle made a pork butt. He made about 14 pounds. Uh, he must have had six or seven sandwiches that night. <laughs> I love it. And then the final one, um, the draft's going to be quickly approaching. I'm sure that weekend you're going to be around family or friends. Um, if that is the case, um, who's the best cook? and the New Zealand family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? It's definitely my mom. She's always been a great cook, but anything special, not really. I mean, she has so many great dishes. I don't even have really a favorite. There's just a whole array of dishes that she can prepare us really well. Wow, nice. Props to Mrs. Nuzo. That's uh, props to her to have the nice arsenal of uh, – Mills to prepare. I know my with my wife and kids, I think the favorite thing she makes is like Taco Bell or McDonald's. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a different showcase here at the uh, Marchionte home. Hey, Ryan, man, you were an absolute pleasure. Um, you're keeping the Appalachian State tradition strong. Um, I, again, I just – some about you Mountaineers coming on the show, I just uh, – you guys just really resonate. And, uh, again, hopefully uh, the same thing happens in terms of, uh, you know, a prosperous uh, NFL career. But with that said, man, stay humble. Stay hungry, be blessed, and uh, best of luck during the NFLPA virtual time. Thank you very much for having me on.
No problem at all. Once again, that is Ryan Newsel, the standout offensive lineman from Appalachian State. Again, ton of accolades, and I I love how I mean you got to love an alignment who's feisty, and he I mean you don't want a soft guy up front. And uh, I said um, you know him him just bringing out the physicality right off the uh, bat I thought was uh, fabulous. Once again, if you want more Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Block Talk Radio, all opportunities avenues to download and listen to our featured guests. Thanks for listening to the C Two P. This has been a C2P exclusive. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.